Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Thursday, August 6th. I am Kyle Billiard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. xCloud, Microsoft's game streaming service, is not coming to iOS devices, at least not near the planned launch. Darksiders Genesis, the original Final Fantasy VII, and more are coming to Game Pass. And Microsoft celebrates games leaving the subscription service with a weird, unexpected song. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate added a new, minor stage with the latest update. And Epic Games Store is experimenting with a free, weekly video game sitcom. Xbox's xCloud streaming service is probably not coming to iOS. I commiserated recently about how xCloud, the streaming service that will optimistically let you play Xbox games on any compatible device via online streaming technology, was not announced for iOS devices, of which I am a user of while I type up this script on a MacBook while listening to music with AirPods. Apple has always been stingy about third-party companies releasing streaming-like software on its platform. It was an issue OnLive struggled with when it was trying to get its early attempt at game streaming into the hands of more people. And even today, despite being fully publicly available, there is no Google Stadia iOS app. Apple is just clearly not comfortable with game streaming for some reason. And As a result, it seems Microsoft is abandoning its efforts to release xCloud on the App Store. The Verge's Tom Warren reported on the unfortunate turn of events and wrote, Microsoft has ended its xCloud game streaming test for iOS devices today. The software giant has been testing xCloud on iOS in a very limited way over the past few months, but made it clear the service would only be launching on Android earlier this week. Microsoft had informed xCloud testers that the preview would end on September 11th, but only the Android preview will continue until next month. Our Project xCloud preview test flight period has ended on iOS, and we are focused on delivering cloud gaming as part of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate to Android customers beginning September 15th says a Microsoft spokesperson in a statement to The Verge. It's our ambition to scale cloud gaming through Xbox Game Pass available on all devices. That story is linked in the show notes. It's really disappointing for me, as my plan has always been to use xCloud on my phone. I'm very clearly a pathetic Apple fanboy, so I'm not ready to wholesale switch over to Android as a result of this news, but I would consider potentially buying an Android device and using it like I would a handheld gaming machine, maybe. Basically make that its explicit purpose. I doubt it will come to that, but I do hope that Apple relaxes a little bit and opens it up for more streaming options in the future. I would love to have both Stadia and xCloud on my phone. Also, thanks to at Assumed Gamer for pointing me toward that update on Twitter. I appreciate it. 
Microsoft is bringing Final Fantasy VII, Darksiders Genesis, and others to Game Pass this month. Microsoft has announced the next batch of Game Pass games, and there is some really good stuff in there, or at least some stuff I am excited about. Darksiders Genesis and the Dark Pictures Anthology Man of Medan are both coming to Xbox console Game Pass today. I actually visited the developer Airship Syndicate for Game Informer before the announcement of Darksiders Genesis to check out the game, and it was a cool trip. I like the Darksiders series a lot, but I have only played about an hour or two of Genesis. It's one that's on my backlog, but it's near the top of that stack. The Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Medan. I played with my wife, and we had a good time. It's a game that is well-suited for co-op, but not in the both players are holding a controller kind of co-op. More the one person is playing, but you're both making decisions kind of co-op. I definitely preferred the developer's previous horror game, Until Dawn, and I'm actually more excited about the next Dark Pictures Anthology entry, but... Man of Medan is worth playing if you're looking for a good horror experience. It Lurks Below, Trailmakers, Undermine, and Xenocrisis are all also coming to Game Pass, console, and PC today. I'm not super familiar with any of these. It Lurks Below is a little like Terraria in that it is a 2D platformer where you can dig and explore a randomly generated environment. Trailmakers has a bit of a Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts vibe to it, where it looks like you are exploring some kind of alien environment as a crashed astronaut, but you can build and tweak a vehicle essentially made out of Lego parts in order to achieve various tasks. Undermine is actually out today, and it reminds me of Enter the Gungeon. It has an overhead perspective and follows characters fighting their way through a series of mines, Despite the name, similarity, Xenocrisis has nothing to do with Xenoblade or Xenogears, but rather is a throwback twin-stick shooter that is basically a game based on the movie Aliens, but without the official license. You are fighting monsters that look suspiciously like Xenomorphs as Marines, who look suspiciously like the Marines from the movie Aliens. It's a very old-school, very Super Nintendo co-op shooter. Arguably, the big one, though, is Final Fantasy VII HD, which is coming to console and PC Game Pass on August 13th. Now, this is not Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is coming to Xbox One at some point. This is the HD port of the original Final Fantasy VII, which has all kinds of awesome bonuses, like the ability to just give yourself a bunch of health in the middle of a fight or speed things up. I believe it also has achievements, which is nice. As is always the case with Game Pass updates, there are some games leaving the subscription service, serving as a stark reminder that when you consume media through subscription services, you do not own the media, and it can be taken away from you anytime without notice. But Microsoft is nice enough to at least offer some notice. In fact, they're weirdly really leaning into the whole idea of games leaving Game Pass. Something comparable like Netflix never celebrates movies and TV shows leaving its service, choosing to let subscribers assume their favorite media will always be available on the service. But along with detailing every month what's leaving, Microsoft released this song today, which I will play in full because it is weird. You know, you know, you know saying goodbye, saying goodbye is, is never easy. easy. 
But sometimes It's our only choice Let's do this The game you love might leave So play before it goes And check the app for leaving soon It's important that you know I had a time to prepare for your last goodbyes Load up your favorite game and play it for the final time Goodbye game, I love you That song was released today on Xbox's official YouTube channel At the time of this writing, it has over 34,000 views It's very weird But back to the main point, all of these games are leaving Xbox Game Pass on August 14th. Devil May Cry 5 on console, Yoku's Island Express on console and PC, which serves as a good reminder that I need to play more Yoku's Island Express. Kingdom Come Deliverance is leaving on console and PC. Space Hulk Tactics is leaving on PC. And Where the Water Tastes Like Wine is leaving PC on August 14th. There's actually a great post-mortem from the creator of Where the Water Tastes Like Wine, Jonaman Nordhagen, where he talks about how the game unfortunately did not do well on release. It's unfortunate because the game is an experimental, generally well-liked game. It just wasn't a commercial success. But the nice thing about Nordhagen's post-mortem is he is very honest about why he thinks that was the case, and it's interesting to hear about the trials and tribulations the game experienced. I have that postmortem linked in the show notes if you wanted to check it out. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate has been updated to version 8.1.0, and it added a new stage. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate got an update recently, which is not uncommon. It happens often as the developers add new spirits and apply various balance patches. I mean, it's up to 8.0 at this point. The vague patch notes usually read something like, the online user experience has been adjusted, which is one of the notes in the recent patch, but... This one did have a little something extra in the form of a new stage called the Small Battlefield. I grabbed my Switch, downloaded the patch, and sure enough, there is a new stage called the Small Battlefield. And guess what? It's small. It's actually not that small, but it's basically the stage Battlefield, but without the third, you know, higher up platform. It's 
a small update, but it's nice to have that as an option for stage selection. They just need to add Poke Floats now, and we'll be all set. Here's what released today, along with some other various tidbits. The first episode of a game called 3 Out of 10, Surprise, released today on the Epic Game Store exclusively. It's not totally clear how the gameplay works from the trailer, but it is narrative-driven. The press release describes the game as a, quote, episodic, playable sitcom about life at the world's worst game development studio. It follows a fictional developer called Shovelworks that is desperately trying to release a game that reviews better than its current average of a 2 out of 10. It's an interesting idea and premise for a game that looks like it might have some telltale inspirations and maybe some adventure game inspirations. The developer, Terrible Posture Games, actually created Tower of Guns and Mother Gunship. So this is definitely a new unexpected genre for them, which is exciting. The plan is to release new episodes every week until September 3rd, and the first episode is out now. The whole series will apparently be free, which is impressive. I guess Epic sees it as a good way to get people to return to the storefront. I'm curious to check it out. Brawlhalla, the kind of like Smash Brothers platformer brawler thing from Ubisoft that has something like 50 playable characters, including interesting guest characters from Cartoon Network shows like Adventure Time and Ben 10, is out today on both Android and iPhone. It seems like the kind of game that would be hard to play with a touchscreen, but it will have controller support, which is good. If you download and play the mobile version within the next two weeks, you will get a free skin. Doom Eternal and The Elder Scrolls Online are both coming to Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. This isn't too surprising. I imagine a lot of these current-gen games will be making their way to the next generation, but there have not been a ton of announcements yet. From the press release, players who own or purchase either title on Xbox One or PlayStation 4 will be able to upgrade for free to the Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 versions, respectively, when those versions are available. Additionally, our teams are working hard to ensure both titles will support backwards compatibility when the new consoles launch. The press release also says they will have specific details about what upgrades those games will receive in the future, and though they are not ready to announce which other games will get this treatment, Bethesda did write, quote, We can confirm we are committed to offer free upgrades for current generation console owners of existing Bethesda titles we bring forward into the next generation of consoles. I think the big surprise there is that The Elder Scrolls Online is getting a next-gen port before Skyrim. I suppose, though, that if and when Skyrim does get ported to PlayStation 5 and Series X, Bethesda would probably want to give it a pretty significant overhaul. Or maybe they just want to focus on The Elder Scrolls 6 right now, which that would be great too. Serious Sam 4 has a release date for Steam and Google Stadia. It is releasing on September 24th. And then also finally out today, which isn't a game but is game-related, the final episode of Pokemon Twilight Wings is online. It's an animated Pokemon series that is separate from Ash Ketchum's ongoing adventures and takes place in Sword and Shield's Galar region. Episodes have been releasing on YouTube for free about once a month, but today marks the conclusion of the series. My daughter has been watching them, so I am excited to see the show come to its conclusion. 
That's it for gaming news today. Sort of. By the time you're listening to this, Sony's State of Play will have aired, is airing, or maybe is about to air. So if it feels like I am ignoring some potentially interesting PlayStation news, know that I got this episode out the door before it went live. Feels kind of silly considering the timeline of the episode to make predictions, but I don't think there will be any huge announcements. There will be some exciting stuff probably related to smaller games or games that have already been announced, but Sony has already kind of set the expectations low. I will have a full report on the stream tomorrow, though, so look out for that. Also, I guess Dr. Disrespect is back online, streaming on YouTube or something. At the time of this writing, it is just a lot of teases, so nothing is set quite yet. Still have no idea why he was banned from Twitch, though. I made some more progress in Paper Mario, the Origami King last night, beat another boss, solved some puzzles. The more I play it, the more I like it, but I, I still don't know if I'm going to make it to the end. I am tempted to start playing CrossCode, which I hear is very good, and then just let those two games kind of duke it out over who will receive my attention. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home, or you can send an email to kyle at ridehome.info. And please consider leaving a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, where I am playing through Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. You can also find me on the MinMax Show for more long-form video game discussions. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.